0: Hello and welcome to The Widow Podcast. I am your host, Karen Sutton, The Widow Coach. I am a widow, a mum, a health coach, a life coach and grief coach. I want to help you see that you really can create something truly meaningful after loss. You have everything you need within you and I want to help you find it so you can see how capable and amazing you really are, helping you find a more positive way through your grief. Hello and welcome back to the Widow Podcast. It is so lovely to have you here again. Today I want to talk a little bit about three of the most important factors that I believe will help guide you in your healing journey to a place in your life that you can be happy again that you can enjoy life find peace and love and happiness in your heart now this isn't scientifically proven i haven't i haven't done any scientific research on this this is something i i have noticed from my own personal journey with widowhood and it is something that I have also noticed whilst working with others in my groups and in my one-to-one programs. And just even from chatting to people on on social media platforms, I can see the difference that these these three factors make. They just stand out. They stand out so hugely. And and I can spot them a mile off. and I'm sure you know it's it's something that you will become aware of too in yourself and in others. If you aren't already, you may already be aware. And for me, I'm not entirely sure at the time. I was consciously making the choices to 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 be this way, to think this way, um, but they were choices nonetheless, and. Um, that they guided me well. They guided me so well. (laughs) And I wouldn't be where I am if I hadn't have made them. Now, these aren't the only three things, obviously, but I think they are three of the biggest sort of determining factors in helping you make choices and decisions that will support you in your grieving journey and take you to a life that you can love again, because ultimately that's the goal, right? You you know, who wants to be miserable forever? We don't, you know, it's just so awful. It's so painful. And to stay in that space, to believe that that is, is permanent, that is what the rest of your life is going to look like, which, you know, let's face it, we've, we've all kind of been in that place, haven't we? Where you think, is this it? Is this it? Is this my life now (laughs) and my best days behind me? And that's not, that's not what we truly want. That's not what we desire. You you know, we, we want to find happiness again. I'm not saying it's easy. It's not easy. It's not a choice you make. And then it's just suddenly there like magic. So the first point, the first factor I want to talk about is around our support systems. One of the one of the biggest determiners of how well you will do in your grieving journey are the people around you, your community, the connections you have, your tribe, your family, your friends, your support groups. Whoever those people are, they are going to be so significant and absolutely vital in your journey. Yes, you, you know, I say it all the time, your healing is your responsibility, 100%. We have to take responsibility for that. Nobody else can do it for us, sadly. But that doesn't mean we have to do it alone. I was so lucky, I was so lucky. You know, from the minute I was told Simon died, I was literally scooped up. The girls and I, we were scooped up and we were probably actually just carried through. There was somebody by my side all the time. You know, my mum, my dad, my sister, um, my, my other sisters and my brother were also there, Um family friends just my auntie you know my oldest and bestest friends and some of my my newer friends that had been in my life for you know a a few years they took it in turns to stay the nights they helped me with with childcare. people delivered meals You, you know the the school support system the parents and the teachers took it in turns to cook a meal and I picked up the meal and I picked up the children from school and I was given vouchers um, for, you know, food stores so I could go and get, you know, ready-made meals but that, were, you know, were, were better for us. Um, I, I wouldn't be where I am now without them, genuinely. You, you know, people say to me, oh, you're amazing. You've done this, you've done that, you've come so far. I wouldn't be here had I not have accepted the help and support from those around me. I couldn't have done it. By myself. And I didn't have to do it by myself. Now, you know, I, I recognize how fortunate I am. I live in a town where my family live. I've got friends around me that I went to junior school and senior school with. I'm, I'm just incredibly lucky. And I know not everybody has that. But also, people came to support me that weren't old dear friends, that weren't family, that they were people that just showed up, that wanted to support me, that wanted to help me. And I let them, I let them in. People want to help. And I know sometimes it's very tempting, isn't it, to just shut, you know, close down the barriers, shut the door, and push everyone away because you're so tired. You're so fed up. Nobody can replace your person. What's the point? Nobody can do anything to help me. And I get that. I get that. It does very much feel like that in terms of there's nothing anyone can do, but there really is having people walk with you, be by your side, letting people support you in whatever way that that you need will help you. It will help you feel less alone. It will help you feel more connected. It will help you find your way a a lot more easily, a lot less heavily. You know, we can draw from their strengths We can draw from their wisdom and it will be one of the best gifts you give to yourself. There's so many people I speak to that say, no, you know, I don't want to let people help me. I don't want to be a nuisance. I don't want to be a burden. I don't want to get on their nerves. I, I don't want them to think they've got to do this and they've got to do that. People are choosing to show up for you. People are asking you, what can I do? How can I help? Tell them, let them know. It honestly, it is just, it is the best thing. It is the best thing. You're going to be exhausted. You don't have to be a superhero. You don't have to do it all by yourself. You really don't. And I know it's like, I I want to stand on my own two feet. I want to be fiercely independent. This is my life now. I've got to get used to it. Yes, you have. I get that. But not straight away. You know, let people help you find your feet. You're not going to need the help and support for the rest of your life. You will figure it out. You will find a way. You will find a new normal. But that takes a long time. It's a long process. And we need a lot of nurturing in that process to get us through our grieving journeys. We're not designed to live alone. You know, when you go back hundreds of years... We lived in communities. We you know, we we you know families brought up children, you, you know, grandparents, great grandparents, aunties, uncles, cousins. We we lived in communities. We are we are stronger together. We know this. We're not designed to to do it all on our own. You will not heal in isolation. You will not heal in isolation. And sometimes It's showing ourselves that love and that kindness and thinking, I'm going to let them, I'm going to let people help me. I'm going to ask for people's help. I'm going to ask for support because that's the kindest thing I can do for myself right now. Whilst I find my feet, whilst I figure it out. And you will, you absolutely will. Let people guide you. If you keep saying to people, no, I'm fine, it's okay, I don't need anything. They're going to believe that. That's going to be what they see that will become the reality for them. And then people will pull back and then we get frustrated and we think they don't understand. They, you know, they don't know what I'm going through. They think I'm okay. Half the time. That's our own fault. Be honest. Say you're struggling. Say you need some help. Set up a support group, you know, go out and find your tribe, meet people that understand that get it. There's many people out there and there's many people that will want to help. There's some wonderfully good, kind, generous people in the world. Lean on them. One thing I had from the beginning of my journey that, again, wasn't particularly something I consciously thought about. It was, it was just there. It was just within me. And I remember saying, you've probably heard me say it before to my mum and my sister, not long after Simon had died, hours, maybe a day. I can't remember exactly. But saying, I do not want this to define myself or my daughter's lives in a negative way for the rest of our lives. I had this burning desire to not become a victim, to believe that life could be good again. I had no idea how I was going to do this. I'm not sure I even fully believed it all the time, but it was a belief and a desire that was strong within me. And I can see this in so many people, you know, in my Facebook group, Widows Rising, the the belief and the desire in there, you, you know, that just that internal instinctive want to not become a victim, to want to create a good life for themselves, you know, honoring their loved one, it's there. And when it's there, we are able to make the choices and the decisions that help us get to that point. But it's it's got to be there in the first place, you know? What do you want for your life? What do you want it to look like? What do you want to feel on the inside? What kind of person do you want to be? Make yourself proud of that person. Rise up. You know, you can absolutely do it, but you've got to believe that it's possible. You've got to want it for yourself. Because if you don't, It's going to be hard. It's going to be really hard because if we tell our brains that it's not possible, that we can never be happy again, that our lives are over. Our brains will believe that that will become our reality, that will become our life and our truth. Because we always want to prove our thoughts right. So if that's what we're telling ourselves, that's what will happen and this is where, you know, it's, it, it's kind of changing that, that dialogue. It's changing that narrative. You know, just, I can do it. Look, look at others for inspiration. Look at the people around you. Look at others that have lived a, a, a similar experience, that have managed to create something truly wonderful and meaningful afterwards. Because if they can, you sure as hell can do it too. We're not born with superpowers. There's not one person better than the other. We are all capable of amazing things. So instill that belief and that desire within you. It will guide you and it will guide you well. The third factor, the third point is to have an open heart and an open mind. When we are closed, we remain stuck. We we stay where we are and having an open heart, having an open mind leaves us open to opportunity, to possibility, to new things. And I know it's scary. You know, I know it's, it's not what we wanted. It's not what we desired. But as as much as things will change and you will change through this, not all change is bad. Sometimes we think when things are different, they're going to be bad. And that's not always the case. You know, there's been so many changes in my life. I'm a different person. My life looks so different to how it looked before. But I have to be honest, there's so many positive, wonderful changes that have happened as a result of Simon dying that I'm grateful for them. I'm not grateful that Simon died. That's, that's, that It doesn't mean that, but I can see the opportunities that have been presented to me, the possibilities that lay before me. And I opened my heart and I opened my mind to them and I let them in. I tried new things. I faced my fears and it wasn't always fun. It wasn't always easy. You know, grief, grief is exhausting. Grief takes everything out of you and then some. (laughs) And then we've got to try and find our way again and, and build ourselves back up. And it's not, it's not easy. And sometimes we do want to shut off, you know, sometimes we do want to just kind of go, do you know what, I'm, I'm done. I'm, I, do, I don't want anything to change. I don't want anything to look different. I don't want to try these new things. I want my old life back. I want it exactly how it was. I understand that, you know, I hear you. But we can't have it. It's gone. And by allowing ourselves to, to look forward, you know, and, and even if you're not ready for things right now, just be open to the fact that at some point in the future, it could be a possibility for you. Meeting a new person, you know, wherever you are in your journey, there's a point sometimes it churns your stomach, you know, no way, absolutely not. But recognize that it's an absolutely not right now. It's not an absolutely not forever. Moving house. You might be, again, no way. I need to stay here. This is my house forever. I'm not leaving. It'll be like leaving them behind. That's how you feel in that moment. And that's okay. But don't close off the possibility that sometime in the future... You might want to move house. Things might change for you. Something might happen, you know? And it's just kind of saying, right here and now, this isn't right for me. But maybe at some point in the future, it will. You're not closing yourself off, you know? You're going to grow through this. You're going to grow way more than you ever imagined This is going to reveal parts of you you didn't know existed. You're going to find an inner strength, an inner determination. And you're going to do things that make you so flipping proud of yourself. You'll have to pinch yourself to believe it. But we have to be open. We have to have an open heart and an open mind. So just to reflect, okay? This is what I believe are three of the the, the biggest factors, the biggest beliefs that you can take on, um, mindsets that you can adopt, ways of thinking for yourself that will help you through. Let people help you. Create those connections, those support networks. Let them in. Don't shut them out. Let people carry you for a bit. Believe, believe that life can be good again. Desire it for yourself. Know that it is possible. Right here, right now, it hurts like hell. You can't see it and how it's going to work out. But just know that you will figure it out. And some point in the future, you will be happy again. You will create something wonderful, meaningful and fulfilling for yourself and thirdly keep an open heart keep an open mind be open to new opportunities to new possibilities because anything and everything is possible and you are capable of amazing things you really are Thank you so much for listening. It's been lovely to have you here again. I hope some of that helps. And I will see you on the next episode of the Widow Podcast. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening today on The Widow Podcast. If you would like to find out more about how I can help you, please visit my website, www.carensutton.co.uk. I would love to help you find your way forward to a brighter future. So get in touch. Let's have a conversation and let's help you take back control and find a more positive way through your grief.